1: For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for fifty percent off. Visit RosettaStone.com/rs10. That's fifty percent off, unlimited access to twenty-five language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your fifty percent off at RosettaStone.com/rs10 today.
2: And welcome back to WSHIT's News at 1138. We'll get you up
3: to date before 1148. It's news you can use before you snooze. Traffic, weather, and breaking stories before you go to bed. I'm Mike DuPage Jr., the third, and before we get to breaking sports news, let's go down to weather. Thanks, Mike, and good afternoon, everyone. Temperature is currently in the lower 70s, headed toward a high today. Come on, asshole. Get the fuck out of here. I don't want to hear your fucking story anyway. That's like typical movie. Mind TV (laughs) now? Asshole. It looks like it's cloudy with a chance of severance packages. We'll be back after this commercial break. On this episode of the commercial break, Let me ask you a question because I'm curious. Why is it that in porn movies, there's always some dick slapping going on? I mean, under (laughs) what circumstances? Does anyone think it's appropriate to smack your dick across anything? (laughs) And so Eddie poses the question So, Brian, you know, you want to be involved? Like, do you want to be involved in the questioning on stage? Is that something you'd like to do? and I just thought about it for half 1.6 seconds before I was like, no, no, I do not.
4: <laughs> you don't? <laughs> no.
3: Bill-, Bill Burr, real comic. Brian Green, no comic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm going for a chit-chat with Rohan, and here I am at the end of the Peachtree <laughs> fucking terminal getting ready to take off in a Cessna. I'm like, holy shit. And so he's, you know, so I'm like, ah, oh, one, two, four, five, six, and I'm ready for takeoff, and he's like, I'm clear for takeoff, go up ten degrees, and right, the right. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, okay, so that means you're gonna head up, and then you fly to the left, and I'm, and he's like, okay, go, and I'm like, oh, so I press the little thing, and he's like, go, 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 all the way, all the way, all the way, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> and then we're just riding down the runways, keep keep it straight, holy, this thing is going all over, like I'm like, hey.
4: oh my, God. I'm like a
3: fucking teenager that just drank a <laughs> bottle of golden grain, going all over the road. <laughs> <laughs> The next episode of The Commercial Break
4: starts now.
3: I had been called to a case on the west side of town. Mrs. Crumpet had lost her hose. (laughs) And I was going to find it. Oh, Mr. Private Detective, I think I found your hose. (laughs) I smacked it across her face left and right. Showed her whose hose was boss. Oh, Mr. Kruppit.
4: <laughs> Detective Kruppit.
3: That's Detective Crufit to you. Watch my hose go. <laughs>
4: the Why... the missing hose. Why...
3: <laughs> <laughs> I found it, and I put it in her bushes. <laughs> I watered those plants. Let me ask you a question, because I'm curious. Why is it that in porn movies... There's always some dick slapping going on. I mean, under <laughs> what circumstances. Does anyone think it's appropriate to smack your dick across anything? <laughs> like, have you ever had a dick on your forehead? Just like, bang, bang? like
4: No. no I, I wake about. up! Wake up,
3: pussy! Here I come! Like, who started this trend? I'm sorry, but I think it's disturbing. <laughs> and no one lets me try it. And no one lets me try it. So there you go. Yeah. Don't you even dare. But what? Just a little bit. Mrs. No, 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 no. Ms.
4: Crumpet's like that. Yeah.
3: It. Mrs. <laughs> Crumpet! Did you find my hose? Oh, man, did I. <laughs> Provocacore 3000 presents Private
4: Detective. <laughs> nice.
3: <laughs> Sponsored by Disney. <laughs>
4: right.
3: Sponsored by Johnson & Johnson Baby Products. I'm Brian. This is Chrissy Ann. Happy,
4: Happy New Year. Year!
3: We're well into whatever, and we're still saying Happy New Year. So, yes. congratulations. <laughs> That's just uh, Anthony Hopkins won the fucking Oscar. I didn't even know the guy was still alive. Yeah, unbelievable. And I, what movie was he in?
4: It's called The Father. The
3: Father. The
4: Father. Yeah. Sounds like the, exactly sounds like
3: exactly like the shitty kind of movie the Oscars <laughs> likes to award shit to. What a disaster.
4: Yeah, it was a little weird.
3: Well, I didn't watch it, but what a disaster.
4: (laughs) You just watched the (laughs) catch-up. I
3: just watched all (laughs) the the, clips. Yeah, I just watched all everybody bitching about it. One guy was like, you know, whoever, Soderbergh is the director. Soderbergh, the guy who did uh, Crash and Traffic and all those movies, right? Really great director, actually. And so he directed the... Oscars. Hence, oh, okay. Hence, no real, you know, person in charge, and it's supposed to be, like, a journey through the movies, right? Yeah. So he his whole intention was to, I guess, to film it, like you were you know, watching a movie or something like that. But from what I saw, it just looked like a bunch, <laughs> just like a, a bunch of people from random locations talking in bad microphones. That's yeah. what it looked like. Yeah, and it then, was definitely weird. Yeah, and then I think that, obviously, someone right before the, right before hand went like this. <laughs> Anthony who?
4: Yeah, that was a big we surprise.
0: Are
3: <laughs> how big is this surprise? possible? <laughs> uh, no. And then they said, "Okay, here's the deal. Because everyone's going to tune out directly after this happens, we ought to put this at the, at very, the very end." end. Yeah. yeah, you know that was done on purpose <laughs> because how else could they get a possibly get away for away with it? I mean, Chad Bozeman Chad,
4: yeah, Chadwick,
3: Chadwick. Is that Chadwick Bozeman mm-hmm. Is that his name? I
4: think so. Yeah,
3: yeah who played the uh, Black Panther, which is such a great fucking movie, and oh, then he he's was great. He was in another movie, and I didn't see it, and I don't give a fuck, because I think the guy should have won the Oscar Mm -hmm. just for Black Panther alone. I mean, it was a great movie. Talented guy, dies at 43 years old. Obviously, he's the sentimental favorite, and then for those who saw the movie, say it's clearly he wins. Like, it's not even, there's no contention. Yeah, he was really good in that movie. And then they give it to Anthony fucking Hopkins, who's 84 years old. Now, granted, he's going to die soon, too, and he's done a lot of wonderful movies, but he's already won an Oscar. (laughs) Give it up. Didn't he win for Silence of the Whatever's?
4: That's Sounds Lance? like a
3: sheep or whatever the fuck that movie is. That's a great movie, yeah. too. Yeah. I it with some code wine and some fava bean. A code candy and some fava <laughs> bean. Yes. Scariest. I was like 12 and I
4: was like, holy movie, shit. That movie still makes me scared of storage units. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I put <some> ice <laughs> in the basket.
3: it. What's that song? He's, you know. Oh yeah, that got that creepy like '80s song. Yeah, Dance yeah and He's dancing around. With, <laughs> he's got his skin. Yeah, he's got his dick all tucked. That's a crazy <laughs> fucking movie.
4: That's a crazy. It's
3: crazy. a crazy movie that was so brilliantly put together uh-huh. and rightfully so. Anthony Hopkins won, and then he went on to do a bunch of great other movies, of which I can't remember any of them. But you know, <laughs> right the truth on. is, he's a well-respected actor. He's, yes. he's 83 years old, and now he's on. He didn't even expect to win. He's in some Scottish countryside. With his yeah. fucking sheep behind him giving a speech on Twitter like, Thank you very much. I didn't expect this. I'm going to go back to my canton and father beans. <laughs>
4: appreciate it.
3: I want to be left alone to die in peace. Somebody yeah, asked me to do a it. damn movie. I needed $500,000, so I did it to keep my <laughs> estate here uh, mowed because it's 17,000 acres of grass. <laughs> right. <laughs> these People go live in Hollywood. Yeah. Live in New York. Come on, Anthony. Get it together the fuck now and never mind i'm not even gonna say it you know anthony yeah, this bozeman kid should have won and I'm, you know, yes. I'm I'm disappointed that he didn't even though i had zero interest in any yeah, of this shit did. this week i just <laughs> felt like you know i think that's right i think everyone should be upset about that uh the brand new tcbpodcast.com is where you go to find all the show Woo-hoo. notes you can read more about chrissy and i and you can get access to our entire library audio and video uh and we're on youtube YouTube.com slash the commercial break 470-584-8449 is uh, where you can text us or leave us a message or you can go to at the commercial break on the Instagram on the Instagram there you can DM us anything you want to feel free to leave us more hate comments we love it keep it coming here's the thing about our Instagram account It'll go up by like 10 people a day, but it'll go down by like four people a day. So we like (laughs) net six. Did you notice that? (laughs) Have you noticed this? It goes up and then it goes down and then it goes up.
4: I didn't realize people were unsubscribing. Uh,
3: Lots of people are unsubscribing. (laughs) So now either one of two things is happening. I think that most of this is like people spammy people who Mm. they're like, you know, oh, hello, Mr. whatever I can help you get 200 million subscribers. Yeah. And then you go to their page and they have one post and they've got 1.6 million friends follows and you're like what the fuck how did you do that and this for a second you think about it you're like for 24 dollars you know what i mean, well i got to lose <laughs> right but we get like you know we get two or three of those a day so i think what's happening is, is as instagram goes and weeds those people out our numbers go down but it's awful frustrating take two steps forward and one step back
4: maybe henry fonda can help
3: henry fonda <laughs> uh, yeah let's ask him a little later on in the show uh and so then you can go to clubhouse of course Last night, uh, we're recording this on Monday, but last night we had Caroline Ray in the club, only joking room with Eddie Brill. Eddie Brill's a form, a guy who used to book the Dave Letterman show, the comedians on the Dave Letterman show. He's a well respected comic and comedy mentor. And so he's doing a room with us inside of the comedy podcast club. That's so cool. It's incredible. I
4: I tuned in last night. Yeah, you did. Yeah. We got, it was so
3: interesting. We managed to get Chrissy on the app. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then this week, if you're listening to this on, you know, the in, in the May 1st week, May 2nd, which is this Sunday, we are going to have Bill Burr, then Stephen Wright, and then Susie Essman from Curb Your Enthusiasm. I love
4: her. Yeah. It's I love all those people. fucking insane. But yeah. yeah. To be up
3: on stage with Bill Burr. And so we were kind of like having a little meeting last night, a little chat, you know, a little, little after room kind of powwow and see mm-hmm. what we can do better and what we can do next time. Yeah. And so Eddie poses the question. So, Brian, you know, you want to be involved? Like, do you want to be involved in the questioning on stage? Is that something you'd like to do? And I just thought about it for half 1.6 seconds before I was like, no, no, I do not.
4: (laughs) You don't?
3: (laughs) No. Bill Bill Burr, real comic. Brian Green, no comic. (laughs) Bill Burr, most notorious man in comedy. Brian Green has an edit button. No, nope, no, thanks. <laughs> I appreciate it. But I'll just, I'll keep on saying people's names. That's what I do. <laughs>
4: That's
3: what you do. Doug, do you have a question? <laughs> <laughs> Bob, you're next. That's what I do. moderate it. And I'm all too happy to be sitting on the stage with it. But I will say that something surreal. So anyway, follow us on the Clubhouse. If you need an invite, we have now thousands of them. Clubhouse has now given comedy podcast They've clubs. Released the They've released the hounds. They've released the hounds. And so we have thousands of invites you are wow. welcome to them we're going to put posts on our social media and everywhere what we'll, you know you'll see it and if you need a we're going to put a link you just hit that link and then you can skip the line you don't even need an invitation you just download the app you can rsvp for bill burr this weekend may 2nd 2021 in case you're listening to this in 2027 <laughs> or something like that but a funny thing happened last night so we're trying to get this whole shit bag together right it's like a lot of coordinating yeah, you know, parts and pieces and, yeah and I don't know, like this Caroline Ray is, is coming on last night. I don't know Caroline Ray, right? Mm-hmm. She's not my friend. We're not buddy buddies. It's not like I can you pick up the phone.
4: F- no, <laughs> I can't
3: pick up the phone and call Caroline Ray. And one of the things that you have to do in order to get someone into a room on the stage with you is they have to follow you. It's one of these quirks oh, about the app so that then okay. I can pull her in essentially on mm-hmm. the stage. And if I don't, then she gets lost in the crowd. It's embarrassing for everybody. It's just a big disaster, right? Yeah. So we're f- – I'm – for, like, the entire weekend, I'm like, okay, I just need Caroline to follow me. Like, I'm telling Eddie, just get, just have Caroline follow me yeah. so I make sure she's on stage. Yeah. Eddie sends a message, but, you know, she she responds to other things but doesn't say, I'm following Brian. And I can see that she's not following me. Right. So, what you don't see is going on last night is, like, seven and a half minutes beforehand, there's this, like, mad dash to figure I'm out if scramble. we're even going to have a guest tonight. You yeah. we know, we've promised all these people that Caroline Ray's going to be in there. And she's not following us. So I'm like holy fucking shit. So Eddie goes, here's her cell phone number. Get Ooh, a hold of her. Okay. And I was like uh, uh, <laughs> I, I just she I just got a little starstruck for a moment. Yeah. I was like, I uh, how do you text the celebrity? Right. How do you do that?
4: Hey there. I had just <laughs> watched I had
3: hey, Brian Green. Uh, you know. You know, a guy from, from TCB, the commercial break, yeah, TCB. Yeah, TCB TCBpodcast.com. You never been there? No. No. Huh. That's a good oversight on your part. <laughs> My people haven't called your people. Yeah. That hasn't happened yet. Mm. Out of, are we going lunching? Are we going to lunch after Corona? What's going on? Yeah. So I text her and I'm like, so it takes me three and a half minutes just to write the text. It's right. exactly one sentence because I'm like, I'm what like, do I say?
1: How do hey, Caroline.
3: In? No, I should probably say hi, Caroline, because hey's a little slump. So, hi, Caroline! Uh, exclamation point. Should I put an exclamation <laughs> point? That sounds a little needy, doesn't it? Okay, how about dot, dot, dot? No, dot, dot, dot. dot. That lips is bad. Okay, all right. Hi, hey. Uh, okay, back to hey. hey. Hey, she's a comedian. She knows how to take that, right? She's cool. Hey, Caroline. Did I spell <laughs> I Caroline right? Imagine. Oh, is there an I on Caroline? I can't remember. Is it <laughs> I, I or Y? Let me go check IMDB.
4: <laughs> I'm totally picturing you. Oh my day. god, I was
3: like a nervous mess, <laughs> in the, and I'm like, okay, hi Caroline, dot dot dot. Uh, it's Brian, and then I'm like, Brian? Who the yeah, fuck is Brian? Does right. she cares? She probably gets ten Brian's a day texting her, saying it's Brian. Should I just throw a dick pic up there? Maybe she'll pay attention then. Like, what do I do in this circumstance? So what I say, I'm just there's just blood everywhere. I just I'm sorry, I just cut my leg, oh, and no. there's blood everywhere. But That's okay. We'll keep on going okay. with the show. Hey, don't worry about it. If you get a little blood on your foot, don't worry about it. I'll be... So then I'm like, okay, dot, 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 uh, hey, it's Brian, uh, you know, from Clubhouse. <laughs> and I just don't even know what to say after that. It's uh, everything. Anything that I could possibly say is going to sound fucking me. needy. Yeah. And it's just so, uh, I know she's going to think this is spam. So I'm like, Hey, it's Brian. I am leading. I am moderating the room tonight that you're coming in at nine. You know, and I'm like trying to expect my grammar. Eddie Brill asked me to reach out to you. Right? Can you please follow me at Brian Green? And it's just like, holy, it t- literally my mind was racing and I see that the clock is winding down and I have no time to make this all work. So I just shot off some casual t- Hey Caroline, follow me at Brian Green. <laughs> hey Caroline, follow me at Brian Green. <laughs> Or you're gonna get lost in the crowd. That's what I said. Did she write
4: you back or did she just follow you? She
3: did not write me back. Okay. She followed me. She, she probably was like, I'm not gonna engage this motherfucker. I <laughs> just follow. But then when she gets on, she says, you know, Oh, Brian, I was just listening to you and you she mentioned my name a couple times. Yeah. So I so I thought that was just an invitation to start a conversation, but clearly it was not. because <laughs> Eddie was like, and on with my show. And I was right. like, oh, sorry, I'll just sit over here and do my thing. Love Eddie Brill; nice. He's so wonderful. This episode is sponsored
2: in part by Claritin. Do you hear that? Do you hear that absolutely irritating voice that I have right now and all the sinus congestion? Twice a year, we call that the Atlanta flu. That's because those of us who suffer from seasonal allergies can really find it quite miserable during the spring and during the fall. The nasal congestion that can cause pounding headaches, the irritating throat drainage, the coughing. Sometimes I can't taste my food and it can really make some of my days unbearable. Luckily, for those of us who do live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Claritin D, quite frankly, changed the allergy game for me. I've been taking it for a number of years, and it's got fast symptom relief that starts working on my allergies and nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. The double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. All of those symptoms are familiar to any seasonal allergy sufferer and I just love this product. It's actually kind of serendipitous that I am suffering from allergies today. Just took my Claritin D and I quite frankly look forward to the relief and so I don't sound like a duck. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at your pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Please use as directed and we want to thank Claritin for being a sponsor of the commercial break and a
3: reliever of Brian's allergy symptoms. Thanks, Clariton. Well, can I ask a question? Yes. Why the fuck does UPS, USPS, the United States Postal Service, why are they running commercials? They are? On our television stations. Really? Don't we pay for this shit? Yeah. Isn't this coming out of our tax dollars? Yes. Why are we running? Co- who in the fuck is just learning about the yeah, United States know? Postal Service?
4: Who doesn't know about
3: I it? I learned about this in kindergarten.
4: Aren't they in debt, too? They're highly
3: in debt. (laughs) They lose like a billion dollars a year. (laughs) They're spending money to advertise. Even while they're still delivering all of those Amazon packages, they're still finding a way to lose money because it's a government service. And, you know, they just can't. Why do something right? Why do something? What is it? Why do something inexpensively when you can do it at twice the price? It's like the United States government just can't seem... To get their shit together. And now they are spending money on USPS commercials. And I'm seeing them everywhere. What i it saying? It's like, <laughs> you know, if you, you need know? packages on time, call UPS. <laughs> We're USPS. We'll get there a couple days later. You right. know what I'm saying?
4: <laughs> yeah. It was bad for a while.
3: Mailmen like to blow shit up. And I, I mean, it's just like, yeah. it, they say the most mundane shit. It is supposed to make you a warm and fuzzy commercial with this swooning music that's supposed to make you feel some way about the USPS. When all I know is my ballot was late. You can't get my shit to my front door on time. And while I love my personal postman, nothing ever happens on time at the post office. <laughs> no, and doesn't. I got to stand in line for 10 hours for a passport. That's all I know. Yeah, Don't put a commercial on air. Hire some more people. That's what you need to do is hire some this more people true. at a living fucking wage so that we can actually have a postal service that runs. The one thing that separates us, one of the things that separates us from the rest <laughs> of the fucking shitty ass world is this, the United States Postal Service. The fact that you can put something in your mailbox out front of your house and then have it anywhere in the world within 10 days for a song and a dance is the most amazing thing that has ever happened to the United States. Of, one of the most amazing things that ever happened to the, the United States of America. It is what sets us apart as a modern civilized society yeah. that we can communicate in this manner very cheaply and very quickly mm-hmm. right now. I realize the Internet kind of fucked things up for you, USPS. But the fact is, if I have to get a check to somebody or a box or a birthday present or a card or, you know, yeah. pipe bomb or whatever I'm sending to people, <laughs> <Pipe bomb. laughs> cocaine, stick it, yeah. stick it in the mail cocaine all i do is i stick it in the mail and there it goes i don't know how it gets there i'm not curious at all about how it gets there but there's some you know, planes trains and automobiles and then it gets there what i do know is that i know that that's what you do right i have no question marks about why that little blue and white truck is stopping by my house every day right. why do you why do you feel the need to, to spend advertise. money that's right <laughs> don't do it stop it leave that amazon doesn't even advertise no. When's the last time you saw a UPS commercial? Never! Yeah, They just put their, stash, their shit on NASCARs.
4: Exactly. How effective is that?
3: <laughs> oh, look. It's the, it's the it's the poo-poo people are sponsoring Dale Jr. Gephardt Jr. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> Stop wasting my money. I know what you do.
4: That's right.
3: I'm serious. I feel <laughs> upset about this. I,
4: I can tell. I was like... Uh,
3: uh. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, but I do know one thing. I'm not sending anything highly valuable through USPS. That is cuz I'm sure it's not going to get there <laughs> on time or without damage. And there's nothing you can do about it. No. Good luck. I mean, good luck getting the USPS to We had a package that ended up damaged at our house, right? The USPS just kind of It was a, literally a swing set.
0: Oh
2: wow.
3: And they, Was that the one? That yeah, dropped. I, off I know here. they just dropped it <laughs> off and just like threw it on the garage. <laughs> literally threw it on the on the driveway. Yeah, pieces everywhere. They had, they took no care whatsoever with this package. But I cannot do anything about it. There's nothing I can do because yeah, there's no. no one to talk to. If you call somebody, they're in. They're not even in the United States. And you call somebody, and then they're like, "I'm sorry, sorry. You know what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do?" <laughs>
4: This is true. Oh, oh
3: seriously, here comes the FBI to talk to Brian <laughs> about mentioning pipe bombs. <laughs> this, comes, this is my big shot to get into the seat where Brian is. Hi, Chrissy.
1: Hi. Hey, hey.
3: good to see everybody. Uh, Welcome. Yes. Podcast universe it's still it, flourishing. And we're it's now on right. 10, 10. 10 users. <laughs>
4: We we might need your help with the Instagram page.
3: Instagram. I am an Instagram master. I have two posts and 7 million followers. That's right. Do you know how I did this? How? I faked them all. (laughs) I've got, literally, I've got a house that's full of phones and they're just running 24 hours a day downloading podcasts and posting Instagram. Some people say, oh, you have a very nice podcast. It's number one in the entire world. How do you do that? It's a house full of phones. It makes so, much, sunny. so mm-hmm. much sense and so much money. So I wanted to come on. Now you're talking about the United States Postal Service, where yes. we are from. We also have a postal service. It's very good. It's, here's here's how it works. You stick package in middle of uh in middle of town square. Okay, mm-hmm. there's a big,
4: Is there a big bin in the middle? a yes, big
3: bin, <laughs> and there is a there is a town <laughs> <sound> jester. <laughs> <laughs> with a hat with little bells on it and he's singing a song yeah, what do you call it a, a mirz or i don't even know what you call it he's singing a song
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> drop your package off here <laughs> <laughs> have no fear <laughs> 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 your package will never get anywhere <laughs> <laughs> so you have drop it off in the middle of town and then uh many donkeys will come and poop on their package. Oh, but this is part of the process. You it, got to understand. Is. Once the package is pooped on then it's ready to be del- it's <laughs> ready for the next stop step in processing, which is uh, typically an elephant that has been on, in service for many years in our country okay. as the main postal delivery elephant. <laughs> we tie it to the, ba- ba- the back of the elephant. We give yeah. it one good whack on the butt and then we tell it to go to a, in the but, delivers the uh, mail. in a certain direction. So every third month, it's going north. Every sixth month, it's going south. You just have to time it the right way. But okay. uh, this is, you know, it's very similar to the United States Postal Service <laughs> in many different ways. Very, very. I can't remember any of them, but it's very similar. So don't think that you're the only civilized country because you have some truck picking up your mail in the front of your house every day, blah, blah, blah. Basically, all it's doing is sending you Banana Republic mailers every 16 seconds. <laughs> Who are these people? Why are they sending you? so many catalogs when is the last time you bought something from a banana republic catalog
4: yeah it's been a while
3: and i um, t- restoration hardware fuck mm. these people <laughs> they are sending entire volumes Thank it's you. like an it encyclopedia <laughs>
4: yeah it's a big catalog
3: restoration hardware <laughs> <laughs> please they should call it restoration <laughs> trees put them back up and stop taking them down it's, it's, all, it's, it's bad. So how have you been, Chrissy? I meant to check in with you. I mean, I have been checking in with you, but I mean, you, have. you know, by phone, yeah. I want to talk to you because the camera is only one way. I can just see,
4: <laughs> you can see and, what I'm doing.
3: That's right. But I'll tell you what, I like Jeff. <laughs> oh, yeah. He is a man who is hung like a, <laughs> like a Galapagos lizard. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen a Galapagos lizard.
4: I'll pass along that. But they are dragging, if
3: you know what I mean. (laughs) Dragging in the sand. You know, Galapagos lizard has, when you look at the tracks across the beach, it's four little lizard prints and then one line following behind it. That's its Galapagos penis.
4: Okay. Yes. Learn something new all the time. Tell Jeff
3: congratulations. I will
4: tell him. Wow, that's a winner.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Winner, winner, chicken dinner. (laughs)
4: Uh,
3: Okay, what do you think about that date now? It's been, listen, it's been at least three months since I've been here. I've been trying to relax and say, hey, listen, give Chrissy some time and some space. <laughs> Just watch her through the video camera. <laughs> Pick up some pointers from Jeff. His dick-slapping ability is fantastic. <laughs> He's on point. <laughs> Look at that hose. Okay. So you want to go on that date?
4: Uh, I can't right now, but I'll oh, get back to you. Oh, so you're <laughs> yeah, saying there's
3: a chance. I like it.
4: <laughs> Ooh, Ooh. Oh, 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 oh,
3: oh,
4: oh. oh, they're here for Brian. Oh,
3: no. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're for, here for me. Okay, ciao. See you later. We have Podcast Universe. Always here to help your ego. Bye-bye.
1: <laughs> oh, oh. Henry.
4: The
3: Galapagos lizard. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes.
1: Interesting. Where did you
3: come up with that one? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm just here. I'm trying to make things up, okay? All right, give me a break. Oh, one other thing I wanted to talk about. Yes. Did you see that people that, did you see about this nurse? who was doing surgery on someone while she was in a courtroom. You know,
4: I've heard about that. I saw a doctor, a plastic surgeon was actually tuning in, doing a zoom call. This is this is like while he was doing surgery. I don't want my cashier
3: doing anything, but bagging my groceries at one time. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, here's the deal. It
4: seems dangerous.
3: It's ever. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome to the fucking 2021 where the world has just lost its good, ever loving mind. Yeah. Here's the deal. In 2020, something happened called coronavirus. I don't know if you've heard of it. Look it up. Google it. And the whole world went into lockdown. But certain things cannot stop. No matter what. And one of those things happens to be court because it's the way that ever that almost every municipality across the country makes money. Mm-hmm. They, uh, you know, they fine you for traffic tickets or, you know, having pot or whatever it is. And then there's more important things like, you know, embezzlement, murder and suicide. And all, or <laughs> suicide. Yes. I don't think you get, crimes. I don't think you get charged for suicide. <laughs> crimes I'm general. charging you with suicide. Yeah. So uh, crimes.
4: Crimes, yes.
3: <laughs> so. Most municipalities now have some kind of Zoom courtroom where yes. if you have to go to court, you have to go to court. You just show up at your own house. And there's been a couple of funny incidences that have happened along the way. We've already denoted that I'm not a cat guy, yeah. right? Let's uh let's go back to that one. Where is he? Uh, I'm not a cat. You know you are, so you have
5: no authority here. <laughs> oh, that's a
3: that's a difference. That's kinda of, that's a that's a Zoom town hall. But we knew that the guy was a cat. And the lawyer ended up having one of those filters on him, and he was trying to explain to the judge that he wasn't a cat. And I think the judge understood that from the get. But <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we know you're not. Yes,
4: <laughs> we know that. Uh, 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 I'm not a cat. <laughs> it is really funny. Still.
3: Wow. Bob, did you grow a tail and some fuzzy ears? <laughs> I'm not a cat. Oh, no, sir, I'm not a cat. Oh, uh, he was like scrambling <laughs> oh, to explain yeah. it. Okay. I should have asked Caroline Ray, this you know, teenage the cat, the talking cat that was on their show. Yep. Anyway, so these courtrooms now have Zoom courtrooms where you have to show up via Zoom, mm-hmm. and as you can imagine, this makes uh, already probably very dramatic and wild situation even that more dramatic and wild because now you have to try and coordinate everybody into this Zoom call, and then you have to right. make sure that the defendant and the plaintiff and all this other stuff they get they have the same kind of rights that they would inside of a courtroom. And so what has been happening is people are doing Zoom court from very different and odd places. And one of those places is apparently the fucking operating room.
4: That is crazy. Which is insane (laughs) to me. I know. I would be pissed if I was the person getting operated on. What in the world? Just
3: unbelievable. Like I said, I don't want want the girl at Disney World checking her phone when I'm getting on the ride. I want her checking my lap belt. I don't want the guy bagging my groceries to put the fucking dog food on top of the eggs. I want him paying attention. When I'm at a restaurant, nothing drives me crazy. Like a waiter that checks their phone. That drives me up a fucking wall. When you are at work, do not... Take a Zoom call that is not work-related. Like mm-hmm. when you're doing some kind of service for somebody else, don't fuck it up, potentially. Just don't be rude. Yeah. And then you're doing surgery on someone in your
4: take- uh, It's it's insane. Take a day off. <laughs> I know,
3: right. Move the card case. It's
4: like an hour. That's
3: right. Don't, <laughs> don't you think don't the judge schedule. would understand? Yeah. I'm putting double D's and Mrs. Crockett over here. <laughs> I need a couple minutes. Yeah. First of all, or or alternately Mrs Crockett I can't put your double D's in it's plastic surgery I yeah. mean can't you move it back an hour
4: yes what if you drop the
3: phone so. in there
4: i know it's nuts
3: it's insane <laughs> so Did, were they were they in trouble i have no idea <laughs> i have no idea but what's crazy? I mean, that that, that part of the uh, the article did not didn't say what happened, what the consequences were. I don't, uh, okay. I don't think there is anything to be in trouble about. Yeah, because I mean, I guess if you're in a four hour surgery, you know, like anything that we do for a long period of time, you're going to be doing other things or thinking about other things. Or when two surgeons are in a room and they're given, you know, they're doing a brain surgery of epic proportions for you know mm-hmm. thirty hours, these marathon long right. surgeries. They're not just focused on the brain for 30 hours. No one can concentrate on one thing for that long. they got to be having some kind of external conversation, right? I've been in a plane, flown a plane. Yeah. Why, I don't know. I don't know why (laughs) they let me do that. But I flew a plane. I was into it for a minute until I had children, and my wife told me no more of that shit. Right. (laughs) I'll never do that. (laughs) I'll be 90 before I'm able to fly a plane in Astrid's eyes. (laughs) But I fly a plane, and guess what? You
4: were paying attention. I
3: was paying attention. My yeah. phone was nowhere near. Right. The steering wheel of the plane. Exactly. Because that's just the right thing to do. Now there's lots of other th- electronic, electric equipment. There is. There's even an iPad. But that's so you know what direction you're going, <laughs> and so you don't hit the other fucking planes out there. Yeah. Right. But when I'm in the cockpit with someone, so with someone else, like the you know the coach, <laughs> coach pilot, <laughs> go Brian, go. <laughs> Land. I'll tell you a funny story about flying a plane, by the way. So uh, when you do that, you have other conversations besides what's going on in the sure. plane. You might say, oh, a uh, nice day. Or, you know, uh, "The girls are topless around that pool. Let's circle around that yes. pool. Whatever, right? You have other conversations. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. I get that. It's just human nature. But going to court on a Zoom call while you're doing a surgery <laughs> is the epitome of irresponsible. Yes. When I worked in McDonald's in my very first job, Uh we did not have cell phones, but pagers were becoming a thing. Beep, beep, beep. One, four, three. Star, star, star. That meant I love you. Right. Or two zero. That means I need a twenty bag. I mean, I didn't know that. It was just what I heard from my other drug dealing friends. But you know, there Nine were codes. One that Nine one one. Call me back, back quick. Yes. Right. That, <laughs> that's the one you use to the drug dealer. <laughs> Nine one one. Like your drug emergency is any worse than anybody else's. <laughs> no, dude, I need it now. <laughs> so when we so the pagers come out. Guess what? The number one rule was when you're on the floor of a McDonald's or cooking someone's food. You can't have the fucking pager. No,
4: it's distracting. It's
3: distracting. It's rude. Mm -hmm. You should be paying attention to people's food, not paying attention to some pager, some drug deal that you're doing. That's a side job. Do your side job (laughs) on your side job. (laughs) Now, you could go downstairs and make out with the hostess in the uh, in the stock room. That was perfectly acceptable. Sure. That was Those were things that were allowed. Right. But a pager, no. no. Then when I worked at a fine dining restaurant as an adult, as a manager or whatever, I could not open my phone and start checking text messages in the middle of dinner. It's just not something that was appropriate. You never did it. You would be fired on the spot if you did something like that. You knew that. But in 2021, it seems that that this is prevalent, that anybody can yeah. do anything that they want whenever they want. You know, everybody else be damned, including taking a Zoom call. Can you imagine being the person that was? At, that,
4: no, that's what I was saying. I would be pissed. I would here, be so pissed.
3: Here's the worst part about this nurse. Now, doctors were giving surgery, but there was a nurse who was doing like a butt implant or something, a butt injection, while oh. and, and like butt injections, and they were to on. pump them up? The, I, I, <laughs> so, I, mean, I just don't get it. But so this nurse was not there for a simple traffic ticket. She was there for grand, she was going to court for grand theft auto. Really? For stealing a fucking car. Oh, my God. First of all, check your doctor's offices. I mean, I don't want my nurse to be up for grand theft auto (laughs) while she's giving me butt injections. I just don't. (laughs) She's like
4: grand theft auto
3: okay drop your pants and while she's giving me a butt injection she's lifting my wallet yeah. out and putting it back in her
4: pocket uh-huh, grand keys. theft
3: auto wow that's a big one right that is a big
4: that's one that's one of those
3: ones I think you go to jail for for a long time yeah I, I don't, why, why, why were you why doing it? a zoom I don't know Chrissy <laughs> to get I don't this know. resolved I don't know <laughs> and then I saw one where like a girl it was a domestic violence situation and so the girl was there to get a a Required restraining order. Okay. Meaning that the prosecutors, the municipality was asking that this restraining order be put into place, regardless of what the woman felt and the abused woman. So they are in this courtroom. Now this is not a funny story, so I'm not going to make light of it, but they are in this courtroom in the zoom courtroom and the prosecutor, a sharp eyed prosecutor. So now they've got the girl, they've got the man who abused her. Right. And then they've got the defense attorney, and his defense attorney, and then they've got the judge and the prosecutor, the sharp eyed prosecutor.
4: Oh, right. Lady. Did
3: you see this one? I, I did
4: see this one. Yeah.
3: And the she the judge is asking the girl questions and she's kind of hemming and hawing. Hmm. Eh, you know, maybe, probably not. I don't know. Maybe it was a misunderstanding. And the sharp eyed prosecutor catches her looking in the side so- looking to the side every yeah. time a question is asked. She looks to the side and she notices. That the gentleman, who who looks like he's in a different location altogether, the guy who supposedly abused her, is either shaking his head or nodding his head.
4: Oh, wow. He was there and, yeah, in he, the
3: room. He, they noticed that this was going on, but very subtly. You can watch the video. It was very subtle. He was kind of yeah. like, you know, he gave like a little, you know, click of the jaw, right? Whoa. Or a little, like a little, a little head nod. And so he was coaching this woman on what to say. Yeah. And so the prosecutor says, Judge... I have reason to believe that Mr. So-and-so may be in the same house right now, and I fear for the safety. Uh, is it okay? And she had already coordinated. While she while she was watching this happen, oh. she was typing to the local police department. To get out there. Who then was out knocking on the door when she said, I have reason to believe but the sheriff's officer is out front. Can you please have both of them step out front? Yeah. And no shit. They were in the same room. Oh. They were in the same room. They were just across from each other. Sharp-eyed prosecutor. And, you know, she was begging for him not to go to jail, and he was begging not to go to jail. And the judge was like, now go fuck yourself.
4: Yeah, as well he should.
3: It's a wild, wild world we live in. It is. I'm telling you this right now. (laughs) Let me give you a little story about flying a plane.
4: Okay, yes, do tell.
3: (laughs) I, I am horrified of heights absolutely horrified. Really? I I could not get up on the roof of my house right now, even though it's a relatively flat slope. I could not get up up on the roof of my house right now without feeling a ton of anxiety. Now, I could do it, but it would give me a ton of anxiety. Yeah. Unrequited heights. Heights where there are no protections against falling, to me, is extremely upsetting to my, Mm -hmm. to just, I can't do it. You you can ask Astrid. We went to the top of the Sears Tower, which I've been to before, right? And I don't like it. But it's a good view, and if I can stand a couple feet away from the window, I'm okay, right? Yes. But now they have this walkout thing where you walk out oh. on the glass, and it actually cracked a couple <gasps> months ago. Oh, my God. Which is really, if that would have happened to me, Hodi, I would never get on an elevator again. No. But we get up. We, we have to wait in line because there's only one, and everyone wants like to a take a V-wing. picture there. Yeah, and then they have a camera up top, and it takes yeah. a picture of you. You can lay on it, you know, and lay on it! <laughs> get me away from it. Lay on it. You people fucking insane. Insane. So Astrid and I go up there. I'm I'm dating Astrid at the time Well, you know, I get up there, get up there. And as soon as, it's as soon as the the person in front of us goes, I literally, my knees buckled. Like I literally kind of fell to the ground and Astrid kind of had to pick me up. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I I really want to do this with you, but it's just too much. It's like sensory overload. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, it's okay. So she steps out there and, you know, brave her and uh, look like a big vagina. And so, um, (laughs) So, me and heights, right? Yeah. However...
4: Were you facing your fears? I know. By doing the Just like,
3: my my brother-in-law is a pilot, or training to be a pilot, Uh Danny, Gustavo's brother. Yes. And so, he came to the United States to look at flight schools. And we went to a flight school here in Atlanta... And this wonderful flight instructor, his name was Rohan, right? Like a younger guy. And he he has a flight instructing international flight school, but he mainly deals with children, like Uh teenagers getting their licenses. That's perfect for you. Perfect, right? (laughs) I am. Yeah.
4: (laughs) So work with. I agree with you. (laughs)
3: But we're talking, him and Danny are talking, and he says, you know, and we've been to a number of other flight schools, and they basically just sit you down, they give you a package, they walk you around the school, they show you a plane, and, you know, okay, see you later. Yeah. But this guy's like, you know what, the best way that we can know if we're going to work well together is to get up and fly.
4: Just do it. Yeah. yeah. And
3: so Danny's like, okay, sure. And he's flown before, right? He's been flying in Venezuela. Yeah. And so he's like, yeah, well, when, when can we do that? He's like, well, let's do it right now. Let's go. I got the plane available, you know, whatever. And so we jump in the plane. I jump in the plane, right? And now I'm like, holy shit. I'm in this, I'm like, in you the know, four-person plane, right? <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: And we go up, and he's- in, Were you
4: wearing, hold on, were you wearing a leather bomber jacket and <laughs> <Yeah>. some goggles? <laughs> no, but I- that would have been
3: great. I have been in an open <laughs> a, cockpit plane before, right? Yeah. On the, like, the flight where you go around the city. <laughs> right. Right, which was- Twice as scary as this plane, because you didn't even know that that plane had been certified for anything, right. let alone flight, right? It couldn't even, like, it, we, we sat on the ground for 25 minutes while the guy tried to start the engine. It was just like, <laughs> I was like, oh? <laughs> Looking at Astrid, and she's like, and I'm like, I swear. And then they have this, like, tin floor, right? But the tin floor has, like, two big holes in it at the bottom where the metal really? meets so you can literally see through the Jeez. fucking floor oh my god and you're 10,000 feet and you know it's not 10,000 feet but 2,000 feet in the air it's really scary 2,000 feet 10,000 feet doesn't fucking matter yeah. if you fall you're dying right yes so anyway so back to the story so i get, so we get up and 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 he's having Danny fly but Danny's flown before but he's having Danny fly this
4: guy's taking the controls. Danny. he
3: he never touched the controls. The, this, but the, uh, the the real pilot never touched the controls. Oh, wow. He said, okay, checklist. Okay, Baba. Okay, this. Let's talk to the guys. You know, do the van. You know, right on a flight, number two, whatever. <laughs> and then, and away we go, Right. So then we fly up toward my part of town up north, and, you know, we got a little space around us. And he's like, okay, let's practice some stalls. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no. Oh, were they cut off the end? No,
3: no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 And so I'm like back there, you know, I got the microphone, and I'm like, uh-huh, mm. And this Rohan guy looks back at me, and he goes, "You, that's not for you, huh? And I'm like, bro, like, if we could not do this part, I just would appreciate it. And he's like, oh, no, we got to do this part. And I'm like well, what if the plane doesn't turn back on? He right. goes, it's like a car. You know, once you get going, you can always turn the plane back on. You know, as long as the engine's working. And yeah, I'm like, exactly. ah! <laughs> so we do some stalls. I shit myself a couple times. Yep. And then, you know, we, we and then he, and then Danny lands the plane. And I'm like, nice. super
4: impressed. Yes, I'm
3: like, holy shit. Well, I get fascinated with this over the next couple of weeks. I am right. fascinated by this whole flight experience. So Brian picks up the phone. He calls old Rah- Rah- Rohan. He says, hey, listen, I'd like to do this. I'd like to learn how to become a pilot. Show me how. Yeah. <laughs> and so Rohan says, come on down. I'll we'll have a little speech. So I came on down and I kind of knew it was coming. But he says, you know, best way you and I get to learn each other is just, <laughs> let's, let's just get out it. there and fly. And I'm yeah. like, you know what? Okay. Just no stalling, right? He goes, nope, no stalling. We won't do any stalling today. You and me, let's take a flight. Mm-hmm. So we go, it's, you know, beautiful day outside here in Atlanta, blah, 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 And we get in the plane and he goes, okay, take out your checklist. And I'm like, take out my what? He's like, take out your checklist. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh checklist he's like right there and i take out the checklist he's like okay let's go through your checklist He's going through this checklist, and I'm like, and I, and he's like, okay, press that button. That's this, this, this. But you're turn on your altimeter, and blah. blah, blah. And you had never Called, done this never, before, never, never. Wow. And so he's like, okay, I want you to call to the tower, and this is how you say it. Well, I've worked in radio before, so calling to the tower part was one <laughs> shit I, I could understand, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you know, uh, Delta four four three. This is a uh, Avian three four five. I we come through. the we have seen? And the and, you know, the and then the guy, I take a runway M. Does clear for takeoff. You know, and I'm like, Okay this is cool. Okay. And then he's like okay let's go and i'm like okay and then he did it no and then he's and
4: i was like i'm like
3: i have my hands up and he's like no no you You. (laughs) let's go put your hands put your feet on the thing you drive with your feet and so we go right and then we do this what's and then we do another checklist you pull off to the side you do another checklist just like to do with the big plane Uh and then he's and then all of a sudden he has me line up and i'm like clearly he's not going to let someone fly a (laughs) plane that's never flown a plane that's that's against all common sense He's just like he's letting me do the you know the cool he's he's letting me do go the cool parts yeah go through the motions yeah get used to it. this is the these are the things you have to learn in order to fly right? right but I'll fly and I'll show you what it's like and then when you know later on down the road you get to fly too and I'm like okay cool and so we you know we position ourselves <laughs> on the runway and he goes okay so what I'm going to have you do is uh, I want you to call to the tower and uh, get your cleared for your final takeoff and then you're just going to hit that just real quick it. and we're looking for this number and then you're going to pull back on the yoke re- and I'm like no Ro. so I go no Rohan <laughs> and he's like Brian fly the plane and i'm like i can't fly the plane and he's like the good news is once you get up there it really flies itself you just have to pay attention to two parts getting up off the ground and getting back down down. and i'm like you're not gonna let me land and he's like let's not even worry about that part yet he's like i probably (laughs) won't let you land so i'm like oh my god but you know i'm like what do i do now yeah my adrenaline is like Holy, my head is so probably so red. You're sweating
4: through your bomber jacket.
3: (laughs) I'm sweating. I probably have shorts and sandals on, and I'm like flying this plane. I I think I'm going for a chit-chat with Rohan, and here I am at the end of the Peachtree fucking terminal getting ready to take off in a Cessna. I'm like, holy shit. And so he's and you know, so I am like, uh oh, one, two, four, five six, and I'm ready for takeoff. And he's like, to clear for takeoff, go up ten degrees and I'm ready to turn on the right. And he's like and he's like, Okay, so that means you're gonna head up and then you're gonna fly to the left. And I'm and he's like, Okay, go and I'm like, Oh so I press the little thing and he's like, Go, 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 all the way, all the way, all the way And I'm like, Ah <laughs> And then we're just riding down the runways, keep keep it straight. Holy, this thing is going all over. Like I'm like, oh my,
4: I'm God. like a fucking
3: teenager. <laughs> just drank a bottle of golden grain, going all over the road.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: but then he's like, you know, you hit eighty, and he's like, okay, you know, I want you to gently pull back on the yoke. Here's Brian. <laughs> and we go? <laughs> Straight up. He's like, you're going to stall. You're going to stall. Flat oh out, Flat that." And I'm like, ah. He's like, go up, go up. And there's trees at the end. And I'm like, ah. Oh, my <laughs> God. This guy is probably oh regretting God. the moment. Because my adrenaline's pumping so much. I'm just like yanking it back and forth. Yeah. I'm like, ah. <laughs> so then we get up there and we're flying around and I'm like, how did you let me do that? And he's like, how else do you think you're going to learn? He goes, when you sit, he goes, what do you want me to do? Sit on your lap? And he's like, when someone taught you how to drive, what did you do? I just like, uh, thought
4: uh, there have been like a simulator or me something. Me too. That you well, I get think get there into. are. <laughs> I
3: just see it's not Rohan style. And then he let me land the plane on the very first time I wow. ever flew which if you've ever flown, and I, I only know this because I then I, I, I did a number of hours in, in in air, I only know that landing is absolutely the most dangerous part of any it flight, is. right? Yes, it is. Taking off and landing, but landing is way more dangerous than taking off. Taking right. off is easy. If you can hit airspeed and you can pull back, you're probably going to go up in the air or you can at least, you know, stop somewhere down the runway. Yeah. But landing, you know, there's only one way to do landing and that's to do it right. That's it, the tricky yeah. part. Yeah. And I landed it like, and I was <laughs> never so scared in my entire life. Never. <laughs> <laughs> and my landing was much better than my takeoff, but it still wasn't all that great. We were kind <laughs> of... Oh <laughs> I can only imagine, so, you know, they have a they have a big, uh, like a restaurant at the end, of, the, they do. At the I've end been of that. the runway, right? Yeah, I've
4: been to that place. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's,
3: this, it's this little airport and you have a lot of commercial traffic for um, private jets and stuff in Atlanta. Yeah. And they have this wonderful restaurant, big patio. Uh-huh. You know, you can it's listen fun. to the people talking on the, you know, you can have little head, headsets and, and listen. But you watch all the planes coming in and going on these two different runways. Well, they probably <laughs> saw this guy just <laughs> skipping down the... Bark, bark. Eep, eep, <laughs> like eep, a duck, yeah. like a duck with one wing, like,
4: beep, beep.
3: <laughs> oh, it's Brian.
4: Oh, there he is.
3: Yeah. You get to hear the guy on the, like that, you know, the guy in the tower, uh, words, is everything right. okay? <laughs> right. uh, yeah. This is one newbie. It. Yeah. This is SL444. Yeah. Uh, everything's okay. <laughs> Can you please have fire and medical waiting at the end of the runway?
4: <laughs> right. Or? Exactly.
3: Uh, Roger that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's scared of heights. Oh, shit.
4: <laughs> I can't believe you did
3: this. <laughs> Holy. It was the most, it was the most unbelievable thing. Like people who know me, who really know me, can't believe No. that for one second that I actually flew a plane or that I actually once skydived.
4: All oh, right, I remember that. Yeah.
3: There's a video of that. Yeah. You think, I, we think Nico's a ghost? <laughs> Check me out five seconds before I jump out of an airplane. The guy basically had to drag my lifeless body and push it out of the
4: airplane. I I was like, no, 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 no. no." (laughs) I
3: I did it on a dare. Kevin was like, because I called them and they're like, all the brothers are at the skydiving place. And I just happened to call them on a Saturday afternoon. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Oh, we're all here at the skydiving place. And I'm like, what the fuck? You don't even think to give me a call? And they're all laughing. They're like, please, (laughs) Brian, we're doing it. We're skydiving. Right. You can't even climb a ladder. What do you think skydiving? <laughs> and I just got like, you know, upset mm-hmm. at that. And I was like, you I would skydive out. if you guys would have asked me. And Kevin's like,
1: Well,
4: get down here. <laughs> yeah.
3: Get here or never happen. He's like, I, and then he called me back three minutes later. He's like, I already paid for you. And I'm like, Oh, oh, you, you, you gotta what? Go now. I already paid for you. You got to be here now. Come on. You got got 45 minutes to get here. And no shit that they pushed me out of that airplane. Oh. <laughs> I screamed like a little woman, <laughs> like Mia. Like a teething Mia. Ah! 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 And that was before the plane took off.
4: Were you glad you did it? That was like when I was on the ground practicing. Ah!
3: Was I glad I was dead? Ah, I'm glad I survived. Yeah, me too. I think I might do it again under the right circumstances, but I have children now. So it's absolutely asinine to be flying a plane when you're scared of heights and jumping out of Uh, of that uh, same airplane uh, when you have children. Yeah. By the way, your insurance does not cover, you know, life insum life insurance did not cover
4: no. uh, pilots,
3: uh, student pilots. They just won't do it. Yeah. So.
4: Well,
3: there you go tcppodcast.com is where you go and you can find our entire library uh, audio or video at the commercial break on Instagram 470-584-8449 we will get back to you it may take us a day or two and at the commercial did I say at the commercial break on Instagram I think I said that yes. then go to Clubhouse we're going to be sending all kind of links yeah. and invites make sure you make it if you can to Bill Burr on May 2nd in the Comedy Podcasts Club and then we'd also love to see you at Stephen Wright on the 9th and then Susie Essman on the 16th yeah each Sunday. Each Sunday at, at, at nine. 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 At nine PM. Nine, EPM nine Eastern p.m. Eastern Standard, Standard Time right. here in the United States. If you need an invite or you can't you don't understand what the fuck we're talking about, just DM us and someone from uh, someone from our staff will get back to you. Yes. Someone from our staff.
4: <laughs> Brian. <laughs> this guy.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's me. <laughs> okay, well listen. I don't know how much more I can talk about tonight. Today. it's the middle of the afternoon i'm like tonight i'm already tired yeah Yeah. until
5: next time
4: (laughs) Bye. bye The Commercial Break, new episodes on Tuesdays and now Fridays. New YouTube clips
3: drop daily at youtube.com slash thecommercialbreak. Visit tcbpodcast.com for access to our entire media library. Follow us at The Commercial Break on Instagram and join The Commercial Break
4: Club on Clubhouse to join in live recordings. Each episode is written and produced by Brian Green, co-hosted by Chrissy Hoadley, with additional content provided by Tina Kano.